It's week seven in the NFL, and DraftKings is tempting me to do something crazy. What is it? Well, you're just going to have to listen to find out because the pre-snap starts right now. You're listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy football experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the LineStar app. It's me and my BFF, Chris Meany, and it's you, and we're talking DFS previewing week seven in the NFL. So much to get to, so many things. Chris Meany, I almost didn't make it on time today because I had a grocery store issue. I'm out oh. there trying to get a couple things for dinner for me and the kids, right? And there's a lady in front of me, right? There's only two lanes open. Here we go. You ready for this story? This is a story that everybody can relate to. There's two lanes open, and then there's like a million of those check yourself fast lane whatevers, right? This lady in front of me, she's got like seven things, right? And I'm waiting and waiting, and it's already a line. Okay, finally, it's her turn, the seven things. She goes to the seven things. She goes, I'd like to pay for two of these things with credit card, and the rest I'd like to pay for cash. And I'm thinking to myself, kill me now kill me now why are we separating you have seven things and you got to do two different transactions really really chris really <laughs> yeah it's the worst uh, i had a grocery incident yesterday it's funny that you brought that up um there's this girl was just having issues bringing in you know my my produce she couldn't figure out the codes and a guy behind just absolutely lost his mind <laughs> so like i don't know if you were chill and I, i'm sure you were a little I was frustrated chill. but I was this calm. guy behind me had he absolutely lost it he he was regretting the decision for coming in that line and i told him to and i i kind of mumbled i was like you regret your decision coming in here he's like absolutely and then it, it was like another minute and he he had said listen if you don't hurry up i'm gonna lose my mind and then he did <laughs> and it felt super bad actually for the woman at the oh cash but yeah that's it's you know it's funny that. This is not the grocery store I usually go to, and this was a reminder of why. It was just yeah. closer to my house. I was like, you know what? I know what I'm going to get, and I actually, the one thing they have there I like, I'm going to go get it there. And um, I am one of those people, though, like uh, at the shop, right, at the grocery store. I, I, will, I will go on a longer line if it's a hey. checkout person that I recognize as good. I, I will scout the checkout person, not the line. That is the trick. Yeah. And see, we're helping you with more than just DFS. We're helping you with life and getting your priorities in order. But, Chris, before we even get into the slate, before we do anything else, we have to talk about this because this is really important. DraftKings is tempting me. I teased it in the front of the show, and I don't want to be called a tease. So I'm going to do it right up front here. They've been dropping these prices all over on the defenses this year. Yeah. And this this week, the Redskins are $1,700. And Chris, I'm looking at the Redskins defense. I'm looking at a potential trap game. I'm looking at the San Francisco 49ers and how much they turn over the football. And Chris, I got to tell you, I'm all in. I'm in. I want it. I know some people think I'm nuts. I'm going to give it a shot in a couple lineups because I just, I feel like they can score eight points and then I can get everything else I want. Am I crazy? Have I lost my mind? Was I at the grocery store too long? Or are you joining me in the, in the madness here? Listen, you may have been at the grocery store too long, but you know, it. I, I think you bring up a good point, even if they don't score eight points, because last week I did play the Jets quite a bit. And, and looking at just one of my tournaments right now and seeing 56% was the ownership. So it seemed like everyone was just punting the defense at $1,500 and they finished with one point. But I, it allowed me to do 
all kinds of stuff with my lineup. So I was able to cash with even just one point from the defense. So I actually was looking at Miami and in Miami, there's a risk that you could get negative because if you look at the game log week one, they had negative three, but three points, two points, one point, And look at all the turnovers that Josh Allen has had so far this season the fumbles, yeah. the interceptions. So it, there's something to be said about that from a tournament standpoint. You spend down for one five, one seven, even one nine, maybe with the Raiders. With who knows who's going to catch be catching balls for Green. Yeah, Bay. look, the Raiders aren't a terrible one either. But the Redskins specifically, because of the turnovers of the 49ers, and because I feel like there has to be a letdown game somewhere. It's on the road. It's in Washington. I'm not saying that the Redskins are going to win this football game, but I could definitely see this being like a 10-7 game at the half. And the 49ers have to kind of, you know, wipe the crust out of their eye and realize they're playing a football game because it was a big game last week against the Rams. And kind of a big Monday night game. Now you're playing the Redskins on the road. Ugh, you know, it's kind yeah, of. Yeah, I mean, West Coast team going over these. Absolutely. All those things are in play. A big, it's very possible to see a letdown game after just winning inside the division. A huge emotional win against the Rams, a team that went to the Super Bowl last year and you're still undefeated. But for Allen, like seven interceptions, Joe, and five fumbles. This is this is a guy that's turned the ball over twelve times. Yeah, five times. Well, look, I, this had to be talked about because it's it's there, and and you know what? I keep seeing this trend, and I couldn't kind of get into it last week, and then this particular one, I was like, all right, you got me this time, DraftKings, you got me, you bastards, you got me seventeen hundred. I want in. So look, I, if you want it, I just want everybody out there to be aware of it and what's going on. And I have feelings about it, and I wanted to share those feelings because this is a safe space. But let's get after it, and let's continue on with the Bills and the Dolphins. And let's start with this one here. Obviously, the Dolphins are a hot, stinking pile of trash, and we all know that. Uh, But at the same time, the Bills are going to be very chalky because of this. Frank Gore has a nice return on investment, I think. I know that looks like Singletary's actually going to play in this one, which is shocking and amazing. But Frank Gore at 5,200 on DK is a very safe cash game kind of guy that allows you to pay up for other stuff. Uh, on FanDuel, he's 6K. Josh Allen will be very popular. My problem with Josh Allen, especially on FanDuel, is he's the same price as Kyler Murray. And I don't know. I find Kyler Murray's potential to be much higher in this game than Josh Allen's. Am I crazy? No, no, you're you're not crazy. I, I really do like Frank Gore. I think a lot of people will be going to Singletary. I think it's a nice pivot. You get away from Allen. I do like Allen, but you get away from him and you go Frank Gore because the defense will probably put Buffalo in really good spots to score. And yeah, like 1475 and a touchdown. There's Frank Gore's day right there. Boom, that returns value. It's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I like it. Double-digit carries in every single game. I know Singletary's not around, but I don't expect them to give him a full workload. This is his first game in a while, and they're heavy home favorites, so they could lean on, on Gore just slightly. And I do believe he is the goal line back when Allen doesn't call his own number. Yeah, I agree. Look, it's not that I don't like Josh Allen. I think it's a good play. It's a safe play. It's a good ROI. It's better on DraftKings than it is on FanDuel because on the DraftKings side, I think it's a little bit cheaper there in terms of what you're getting. Uh, for you know, it's two hundred dollars cheaper, so it's not exactly the same as Murray, but uh, it's funny because Matt Ryan is even cheaper than that, and we'll get to that in a second because <laughs> I think yeah. that's that's the real thing to talk about. All right, Jacksonville Jaguars at Cincinnati Bengals. I think Gardner Minshew and company bounce back in a big way in this game. Uh, DJ Shark, I think, is going to bounce back in a big way. I love his price, six K on DK on FanDuel. He's just sixty six. That's a terrific return. I think touchdown upside. Everyone's gonna be down on Minshew. It's a great tournament play. The Bengals suck. And I mean, I don't know what else there is to say, except Leonard Fournette is absolutely going to just maul the Jacksonville Jaguars. 79 on FanDuel, 
and 7K on DK. I don't care if it's chalk. I want it in all my lineups, Chris. Yeah, me too. I mean, the last two games, the Bengals have given up 269 rushing yards and 266 rushing yards. No team has ever given up 250 in three straight games, and it's very possible because even Minshew can move around a little bit. It's it's not design runs, but some scramble runs. Uh, I agree with you. I think definitely in for a bounce-back game. Let's give the Saints defense some credit. Lattimore was all over Chark. So if people are panicking about, you know, it was just a one, two, three-game stretch, I think they can bounce back against the Bengals. I, I was – you're right. Fournette is going to be Chalk, and I'm okay with it. We've been on record to say Chalk is okay, especially in cash. But I think if you are going to fade Fournette in tournaments, you should get some – exposure to the passing game whether that is Chark and Minshew um just you never know right like, I just think there's enough to go around game. the Bengals yeah, there probably is yeah there probably know, that's is. that's the way I look at it the Bengals are terrible and on the flip side of this game I don't like the trend to the last three weeks that's going on here uh with my boy Tyler Boyd I don't like that uh Hayden's probably going to be locking up with him I don't love that either which means Auden Tate probably has a better matchup which means Auden Tate's probably going to get more targets now I'd like him to catch more of them I know yeah. he, you know, came away with a touchdown That's last week, kind of saved it. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, you know what, Auden Tate, like you to catch more than 50% of your targets. That would be a little bit better. But I'm okay with it because it doesn't cost you a lot to be wrong. Just 45 on DK. I think I'm I'm at peace with that. How do you feel about it, Chris? Yeah, I actually like Tate. I think he's a good wide receiver. Dalton's just been missing him. He, you know, all, almost all of his catches have been just like circus catches. Like it's been, they've been really nice grabs. It's interesting to see the swap on FanDuel where Tate is more expensive than Boyd on DK. There's, yeah, it's kind of where it should be on DK forty-five and fifty-six. But yeah, I have no problem with Tate because the the game plan is going to remain the same for Cincinnati. It's the defense is bad. They have no run game. The the offensive line is is pretty brutal as well. So Andy Dalton is chucking the ball almost more than any other quarterback. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the uh, Minnesota Vikings at the Detroit Lions. Detroit is going to play angry in this one. I'm telling you, and I think they have a good chance to win this football game. We'll talk about that tomorrow on the wagering show. So make sure you're subscribing right here to pre-snap on the line star app and make sure that way you know when all the shows come out on thursday friday and of course on monday as well the recap show uh kenny galladay at 5800 right now it looks like Rhodes is going to be on jones so that means kenny galladay is going to go all day 5800 on dk is a great price 71 very reasonable i think on FanDuel as well and i think what you saw in the packers game is they are consciously trying to filter the ball to him and that is good news for fantasy owners and I think good news as well, because I think if you're going to, you got to take it to the Vikings. Vikings are a good defense, but they're more beatable, I would say, on the road than they are in that building. So I actually like Kenny Galladay as kind of a lower ownership, kind of mid-range wide receiver. Do you think he can return investment, or do you think you probably just fade the matchup based on your expectation of totals, maybe? I, well, I really like the price, $5,800. I mean, Linestar likes that as, as a value. I'm not really thinking about this game too much, to be honest. I, maybe that maybe that's a mistake. No, I, I'm not either, because I, th- I think when you look at the other side of it, too, I don't blame you because you're talking about um, probably Slay on Thielen would be is, is what the matchup yeah. portends to right now. And then you got Dalvin Cook, who I actually am OK with, especially coming off last yes. week when he didn't have a giant workload compared to other weeks, which was smart. That was a smart game plan. Attack the Eagles with volume with two guys instead of just trying to, you know, send him a million times into Fletcher Cox and Fletcher Cox bending him in half. That's fine. But I think that rebounds this week. And I think Dalvin cooks a guy you definitely get back involved in. Yeah. hundred percent. That's the guy that I want. You know, we had our opportunity to jump on cousins and some of the weapons over the last two weeks against the giants and the Eagles, but let's go back to the run game. You can run 
on Detroit. I mean, Jamal Williams had a pretty solid game. They've given up the third most fantasy points to running backs. So I think Cook bounces back. We saw his floor last week. He, he got the touchdown at the one, saved his day. But, you know, double-digit fantasy points seems to be a lock. He still touched the ball 18 times. What you alluded to is a tough matchup. So I think it's going to be Cook. And I'm not – on the other side, I'd like to believe that it's going to be carry-on, but I saw way too much J.D. McKissick just on the field last week in a game where Detroit was up in the second half. So I just didn't like the way that they were running with, with the, both running backs there. But Galladay is a good, nice little dart throw. Upside's there. He can he can he He's good enough to take advantage, I think, of any cornerback matchup, to be honest. I mean, he was good last week, and nobody was really talking about him. I know it was a different slate, the Monday slate, but nobody was talking about him against Green Bay secondary, and Galladay was, Galladay was just fine. And, and Matthew Stafford is definitely not afraid to air it out. His first throw of the game, he had aired it out. I think, his air, he think he's number one in air yards as well. So it's kind of a different Stafford. He's taking some shots downfield, but I'm kind of avoiding this game altogether. No, I, I don't blame you. I'm still going to go with Cook and Galladay. Yeah. Uh, the rest of it I'm going to pass on. Uh, the Raiders of Packers. Let's get into this one because – Obviously, Aaron Rodgers hates everyone he plays with. He hates his whole team. My goodness. That was my most enjoyable take away from Monday night's game was how much of a petulant child Aaron Rodgers is. And boy, oh boy. I mean, I'd hate to be his kid, you know, because I feel like you bring that math test home. You didn't do a good job. He's just he just looks at you like he's disappointed in you. You're like, Dad, I'm seven. Shut up. Go get me a beer. <laughs> uh, he probably doesn't get a beer. He probably gets a white claw doing him. Anyway. Yeah, we saw he we saw him chug a beer. Like, at yeah, one of the I was going to say, games, definitely right? not a beer. Get him a, get him a wine cooler, maybe. I don't know. But look, <laughs> MVS might not play in this one either. It was, again, right now, as we are <laughs> in this spot. He doesn't seem to have confidence in Allison. He doesn't have confidence in Kumaro. So... Do you think it's crazy to get involved with Lazard? He's just 3K on DK. Do you think this is insane? Or do you think maybe, just maybe, this is the dude? It, yeah, it may just be the dude. There are some reports that <laughs> Rodgers was pressing to get Lazard on the field. He he made a couple catches. He he really wasn't involved until late in that game. And he and he came away with, with five targets and four grabs. Had the nice catch for the touchdown. You're right. It doesn't. It seems like he does like Allison, but I don't think he's going to play. He definitely doesn't want anything to do with MVS. He doesn't even look his way. I think it's because MVS is just not developed as a route runner. He basically just runs go routes, and they just haven't been on the same page there. Devontae Adams doesn't like look, look like he's going to go. Who do you throw the ball to in the end zone? Darius Shepard, who it went off his head, and then there was a pick. Like that guy's done. He's not going to throw the ball. Oh, every like you screw up one time, you're dead to him. That's it. Yeah, and, like he's a bunch of kids. These are a bunch of kids, and they're a bunch of kids who have been coddled their whole life, probably. You're probably not doing them a service by looking at them like you're going to kill them in the in the huddle. I mean, it's just some kids need a pat on the ass. Some needs a kick in it, and I don't feel like this group needs the, the kick in it. <laughs> like, they don't seem to be responding at all. And right. it's just kind of funny because he's he's kind of cutting his nose despite his face a little bit here. Yeah, I would I would. I think Lazard's a decent dart throw, 3K. Again, it allows you to do a lot with your lineup. For example, if you go him and... Dolphins D again, we're getting crazy here in tournaments. It's what it's all about. Let's get a little nuts. You're spending $4,500 right there. And that will really allow you to do a ton with your lineup. But like I said, if you hit on three or four guys, you're going to be able to cash because I had the jets last week. Get me one point. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I, I think you can do it. I don't want to do it everywhere. It's no, not a no. single entry play, but as a multi-entry play, I think you can do Lazard a little bit on the Raider side. Look, it's Jacobs and Waller. Jacobs is a really good price this week. Uh, I really like where he's priced on both sites. I think it's very reasonable. Uh, Jamal Williams, one more thing too, especially on DK, is a guy, if you're looking for a flex play, that I think has a lot of flex appeal. 
in this game because that's one of the few guys I think he still likes that he's still talking to on his team. Uh, but Jacobs is 67 over on FanDuel, uh, just 5K on DK. I think he's a really good return. And Darren Waller, who is just 47 on DK, is a, is a great return on full point PPR because he's going to be that guy. I think that's that's you're going to see a lot of Darren Waller, a lot of Josh Jacobs in this game. And I think the Raiders are going to be competitive in this one. I really do. Yeah, I'm interested in the Raiders as well, um, at least from a betting standpoint. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like Tyrell Williams is going to be able to suit up. Keep an eye on him on Friday. If he doesn't get a full practice in Friday, he could miss that game. So it just mm-hmm. means more volume, I think, for Josh Jacobs, right? Last time we saw him, 29 opportunities, had three targets, three catches. Yeah, coming off a bye. Yeah. Why not? You know, I mean, he's rested off the bye. He had a great game against the Bears. Uh, why not just go right back to that well? All right, speaking of going back to the well, Los Angeles Rams at the Falcons. Look, I know everyone's disappointed. Golf was terrible. I get it. Okay. But it's the Falcons. It's okay. It's the Falcons. So everything gets right here in this one for sure. The corners stink. You can make a case for all three wide receivers. I don't care what you're worried about here. And whether or not Henderson plays or Gurley plays, I don't care. I'm way more into the wide receivers here in golf in this one. And I think this is the one where it'll be surprisingly low owned because golf was just so awful last week. But on the flip side of this one, it's going to be one of these games. We're just going to be 600 yards through the air between these two teams, without a doubt, in my opinion. And Matt Ryan is another of these guys that just kind of floats by every week. And Matt Ryan just puts up gaudy numbers every single week and feels like nobody cares. Yeah, I like this game a lot. It's pretty obvious, but I do. And I'm going to attack it anyways, even if it's going to be chalky. It's a 54-point total. Ryan leads the NFL in passing attempts, completions, touchdowns. He's second in passing yards. He has 2,000 already. I mean, he's on his way to maybe 6,000 passing yards. It's unbelievable because his defense is so brutal. So he's averaging 335 passing yards. You know, he's 300 in every single game. I mentioned this total. It's hot. And for the and for Goff, I like it as well. I, I, I He should be popular. Like People should go back to Goff. I mean, don't – recency bias is, is such a thing in DFS – with him and Cooper Cup, it, it's still a, a great target. Like both of those guys and Goff, we all saw it. I mean, career low, 78 passing yards, but nobody, the 49ers are a really good defense and they're number one in terms of passing yards again. So let's give them some credit where the Falcons lost at home to the Tennessee Titans who just went to Ryan Tannehill because they could only score seven points in the last two weeks. So it's a get right moment for the Rams. I don't think they can run the football, even if Gurley plays. I just, they haven't had a lot of success running the football. And you saw them try to go to the run last week, Joe, and it did not work out. So maybe they go back to Goff throwing the ball 40, 50 times. I think it's a shootout. I like Cup and Cash. I like him in tournaments. I like Cooks in tournaments. And I think Robert Woods is in play as well. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you said there. Are you worried at all about Ramsey and Julio or no? It's kind of like slightly a little bit. I, I like the I'm fact that he's really on him. Super concerned about it. No, not super concerned. He's, it's Julio. He's he's fine, right. and it's it's his first. It's Julio game, but... and Ramsey hasn't played in a month. Right. It does make me like Calvin Ridley a little bit. I was interested, anyways. Hooper, like everybody. Say, Hooper's the, the guy. Hooper yeah, and Hooper's Sanu the are the guy. guys that I think get a lot of. You know, if Ramsey's locking down Julio in the in theory. Mm-hmm. Sure, you could get back into Ridley. He's had a couple good games in a row. That's nice. Sanu's always going to be around there. And annoying as a you know a guy that you know if you have Ridley it'll be Sanu. If you have Sanu it'll be Ridley. I don't think you could win either way except just have lineups with both of them. <laughs> if yeah. You got to get involved. You know, you got to spend a little extra. But I think Hooper is that guy that you can really count on in this offense. Yeah, I mean, the leads all tight ends and catches now. Nobody talked about him last Crazy. year. Crazy. The big three. And it was Hooper who checked in with the fourth most catches last year. So 42 catches. He's second in yards, touchdowns, and targets. He's he's a beast. And, you know, 
obviously last week was great. The matchup was awesome against Arizona, but he's been consistent basically all year. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the next one here and let's talk about the Houston Texans who are traveling after a huge win against Kansas City into uh, Indianapolis. I'm fading Indy in this game just kind of altogether. I don't mind Marlon Mack, but I'm just not super into it this week. Um, and I'll tell you what, I mean, you could go with Watson. It's fine. Um, you could go with Watson Fuller in the tournaments. Uh, I'm I'm out on Watson Hopkins right now. I'm out. I, I know I shouldn't be, but I am. I can't do it. So I guess my question to you is last week I was excited because they were playing the Chiefs. This week I'm less excited. Where do you stand with this game? Because this one just for some reason just isn't clicking for me in terms of in terms of fantasy return on investment in daily. It does seem like the Colts play at a slower pace. They everything seems to run through Mac. I don't mind him as a cash game, but I just he really has to find the end zone probably twice to win you a tournament. Like he's 20 carries per game is the, is the second most 95 rushing yards per game ranks fifth. So it's, it, that's all nice and dandy, but I don't think this is going to be a high scoring game, but for Watson definitely don't want to spend up on cash for, for a guy like that. Like seven K is, is a lot to spend for a quarterback, but I, I will take a shot in tournaments just because he just seems to be feeling it. Joe, like 700 yards in his last two games, eight total touchdowns. 89 rushing yards. There is something to be said about maybe just continuing to go down that road with him and Hopkins, maybe in just one tournament lineup in case they finally find a way to hit. But you're right. It's been very underwhelming. Certainly Hopkins, like most of his catches just seem to be short catches. He's not getting downfield. Maybe that's because of the offensive line, but this is, this is another game where it's, I kind of have that Minnesota Detroit feel where it's just going to be slow pace and running. Yeah. You're just kind of, yeah. Just kind of out. Yeah. Yeah. Individual game. Tough. T.Y. is re- really cheap um, on DraftKings. He's $5,900. That's That does that stand out cheap. as one of the biggest values on the Well, board. the health, I think, has kind of been one of those things with him where, you know, he hasn't been healthy, so I think people have been off of him. But it would not shock me for him to have a good game. Like, that would not shock me at all. I think you can. He's Line Star's biggest value. Well, and, and, and rightfully so. I mean, it makes sense when you think about it. It definitely makes sense on DK. Yeah. Um, but look, you know, he's also coming off a bad game where he had just four catches for 37, but before that caught eight to 10 targets for 65 and a touchdown. He's, he's a little touchdown dependent right now, Big time. but it's, it's, it's okay. I mean, I, I, I think on DK, I like it more uh, than I do on the FanDuel side. Um, well, let's go over to the Redskins again with the 49ers. We kind of touched on this already. I'm going to do one more thing here, which is, uh, Terry McLaurin. There's a lot of buzz like, oh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't run him out there. I'm, I'm not want to hear that i don't want to hear it i'm not listening to it la 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 i don't care case keenum terry mclaurin is a touchdown all the time right now that's what it is and if everybody else doesn't like it because big people at espn say don't play it that's great go play it i think it's a perfect opportunity to go play it because nobody's been able to stop him yet so maybe somebody will that's fine but i have no problem with getting one share at least of terry mclaurin this week because the price is right 64 on FanDuel, 61 on dk i'm all about it uh, on the Redskins, excuse me, on the 49er side of this one, Chris, um, is there anything that interests you other than Kittle? Because for me, this is another hard pass. Yeah, just their defense. That's it. I like their defense a lot. They've been dialing up some pressure to get after the quarterback. They create turnovers. I mean, double-digit fantasy points against that Rams offense and McVay at home. They've had so much success since McVay has been there. So I have just so much respect, and I just love what I've seen from San Fran. So, no. I mean, Tevin Coleman, maybe in a tournament between him and Breed, it's just it just sucks because it is a full-blown committee, and if they do get up in this game, Mostert will probably come in and get some touches. I mean, Mostert has – he only has 11 touches in the last two games, but they were when they were blowing out Cleveland – 
and they were blowing out the Rams last week. So that's always a possibility. But Tevin Coleman has got a little bit of upside in the passing game. Actually, Breida does too. They've both been pretty decent. It's just you just don't know. You're playing a crazy game. You you really are. And if, you, if you're going to spend 56 and 53 on those two guys, why not just plug in Gore? And I, I think he's... Probably yeah, that's a good a point. Touches. It's a good point. And and Jacobs is right around 5K too. Same yeah, as Gore. Exactly. So there's a couple of those guys in that 5K range I think are very, very productive. If you want to not spend up on running back this week, you can do that. And look, there's no McCaffrey. Barkley hopefully will be playing, but it's his first game back. So there, it's not a real top-heavy running back week. No, no Zeke, Zeke, and, Sunday Night Football. Yeah, yeah. Between, the, between the way the slate fell, uh, between the, the bye weeks, everything, it's not a heavy running back week. So look, you can make a case. You either go up to the top for the Cooks and Fournettes, or you can go to the, that, that low range of Gore and Jacobs and just play that floor and look for the upside elsewhere, which is, I think, fine. I, I would say get involved in that Rams game or get involved in this one because the Giants at Cardinals, I think, is going to have a fair amount of yeah, scoring. Yeah, yeah. I like Daniel Jones in this game. I know Peterson's back. Uh, now, whether or not he shadows Golden Tate, I don't know. It depends on if Shepard's playing because if Shepard comes and plays and he moves into the slot, that changes the dynamic of stuff. But the one thing I do know, I would feel good if Evan Ingram plays in this game, which is also trending. All the pieces seem to be coming back or at least potentially coming back. You got to kind of wait and see as the weekend unfolds in terms of practice reports and all that stuff. But if those guys are in, I like Ingram with him. I think you can make a case for Daniel Jones because I think that the people automatically go to the Cardinals side because of what they did last week. And they won't think enough about the Giants side of this game. So how do you feel about the Giants side of this game? Yeah, you and I are on the same page here. No surprise. I, I feel like Shepard is out, and if that's the case, maybe Darius Slayton is on the outside, which is bad news. Like Patrick Peterson's first game back, he's going to have to take Slayton. So I do like Tate. I think Tate is an interesting tournament play, and if Shepard doesn't play, I would actually roll him out in cash. And Ingram, for sure. I, I, a lot of people are going to be on Barkley. It's such a great spot, a great matchup. Devontae Freeman finally had a good game last week and you know he it was because he played Arizona so I you know Barkley's first game back absolutely I don't know if I'd go there and cash just in case there was a setback you know if you're a big cash game player I that would that would really kill your day if Barkley just suffered a setback early but I think Jones is an interesting tournament quarterback and he's fairly cheap and, and a high total 49 points I like him a lot there's a lot to like about this game you know, it's funny. You actually make the case that Barkley might be a better tournament play than a cash game play this week. Because if you do use a piece like Lazard, why not go up to Barkley? Because there will be the people who have the wait and see mentality with him. And you can wait and see, or you can get involved and you can have a 35-point day. <laughs> like, we all know that's Barkley. We all know how trash this Cardinals defense is. Yeah. So, speaking of the Cardinals, um, people keep asking me, what do you want to put with Murray? And I keep saying David Johnson. Like that's, that's my answer. I feel like that is the best piece. If you're going to pair Murray with somebody, it's even better than Fitzgerald or anybody else that's out there. So can you change my mind? <laughs> Cause I, no, I, I don't, don't, I don't, I don't even it. want to, like, I don't yeah. want it. Yeah. I, d I definitely don't want to. I mean, receiving touchdowns first, he's got three, he's averaging 77 yards through the air over the last three games. So it, it looks like the DJ of old, he's, he's not super efficient on the ground because of the offensive line, but 33 targets and 23 catches in his last four games. That's what we like. That's the DJ high pace game. You know, even with the questionable tag because of the back, it, it seems it, it's lowering his ownership just slightly. I didn't think he was owned in, a, in enough leagues last week, even going up against the Falcons. So say the same thing, I guess we said last week, if for whatever reason, DJ doesn't play, Chase Edmonds is that free square of, uh, of just total opportunity there for him. But I definitely like DJ a lot. And I wonder if he's the sneaky play. Maybe most people go to Barkley. I think both backs are, they could finish one, two this week. 
Well, they absolutely could. And if you want to get involved in both, that's fine too. And I'm not saying don't play Murray because I do think Murray's a good value also. I just think you have to recognize that it's not, you're not going to be alone and you're going to have a ton of company with you. So Daniel Jones might be interesting. Matt Ryan, Jared Goff, getting off the Murray train this week, even for a guy like Gardner Minshew, who I think it will bounce back and be good against the Bengals. If there's so many different ways you can go a quarterback, I think you have that uh, options there. Uh, Chargers and Titans. Look, there's only one thing I care about in this game, and it's Hunter Henry on DraftKings at 4K. That I care about. That is a great value at tight end, a great opportunity for volume. Other than that, you can take this game and stick it. I want nothing to do with this. I don't want Ryan Tannehill. I don't want anything that's going on with the Chargers right now. I don't trust them at all. It's possible this game could go off. Sure, anything could happen. Me, I'm out. Chris Meany, where are you? It's it's hard to... It's hard to back anyone, really. Like Keenan Allen's first three games were off the charts. He was getting double-digit targets and catches, and then now his last three games, he just two catches, four catches, five, 33 yards, 18, 48. Again, this is somebody in the first three games that had 123 yards, 98, and 183. So it's hard to back him. If you're looking to be just ultra-contrarian, then I would maybe take some shots here with potentially Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry is is definitely in play. He's the guy I like a lot. You know, great price for sure that you alluded to the tenant position. But I think you're just overly getting you're just getting cute. It feels like with hey maybe Melvin Gordon. Like again, it's just there's so many question marks on the other side. Tannehill, who's he going to throw the ball to? He played one quarter. He threw the ball four times at Corey Davis, four times Adam Humphreys. We know he's a slot guy in, in Miami, always throwing the ball to Jarvis Landry. Does that mean Humphreys is going to get six or seven catches? But what are this? What is it going to be? Six or seven for 45, 50 yards? It's I mean, thirty four hundred dollars. I guess it's okay. Well, it's he takes okay some shots you, from Corey you know, Davis. There's so many question marks. That's my thing. Well, here's the thing. It's okay if you if you're doing Lazard lineups to change that over to Humphrey like that. Yeah, you know, like to do like a one of each or whatever, and then you want to do that. That's fine on DK. I I can understand that. Uh, but outside of that, dude, I, I don't get it. And I'll tell you what, I don't have much love for the Saints of Bears either. Uh, Latavius uh, Murray. A lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people talking about that. I think not fifty one hundred for him. Give me Jacobs or Gore. They're or Gore. better situations. Yeah. Why why yeah. not? Why not go there instead? And and I'm not in on this one. I'm I'm fading Michael Thomas. Uh, I don't like Teddy Bridgewater on the road. I know he had that one big game against the Bucs, but that was the Bucs. Everybody looks good against the Bucs. And the Bears forget it. I got no I got nothing. I got nothing for the Bears. I'm sorry. I, I know I liked Allen Robinson a lot, but in this matchup uh this week. Uh, looking again, they're talking about Trubisky. We don't know as of right now, Look, if, if Allen Robinson's on Eli Apple, which it seems like it's going to be, if Mar- this is always that thing, like you take Marshawn Lattimore and you just put him on him, or do you let Marshawn Lattimore stay on the side? He's more comfortable with, I don't know if I'm, if I'm the saints, I have to move now and Robinson, just take that one piece away, but we'll see what happens there. Yeah. I mean, exactly. If you're Lattimore and you're, you're the saints, you take away Robinson. Well, you know, those guys, like over. I don't play on this side. I won't play on this side. I can only play on this. I can only turn right. So I, I can only turn right. That's it. That's all I'll do. Yeah. I was like, we're paying you a lot of money. We're paying you millions of dollars to turn left. Yeah, nope. No kidding. Take I away Allen right. Robinson. And then, you know, you move on with another win undefeated without Drew Brees. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the, <laughs> I agree. But this, this is another one that's got like, you know, <laughs> you know, 13, 10 written all over it. It, it could like be it. just exactly how the, the Jaguars game went last week. Or the Vikings game against the Bears a couple weeks ago. It's like the same kind of feel. Yeah. Like I 13 just, to 6, 12, 10 against Dallas. That's kind of the feel it has. Yeah. I mean, look, if you're going to get crazy with a stack that nobody's doing, 
go with the Chargers, okay? And I'm, I'm only saying that because the Chargers have been so embarrassed and all this stuff, and they've got so many weapons. There's definitely a big Keenan Allen, Melvin Gordon, yes. Philip Rivers day that nobody's anticipating it's going to happen at some point. And we all know Keenan Allen's one of the guys that can fill up the stat sheet, and he's been awful since Gordon came back. His last three games have been absolutely dreadful. He's like a wide receiver five. Yeah, <laughs> now it's the time to do it. You're right. Like a little bit of desperation just got spanked. Monday Night Football against the Steelers, yeah. and we all thought they were going to bounce back in, for, for in that game. So now is the time to, yeah. to do that, it. That's the thing. Nobody's looking at it, and sometimes that's what wins you you know, a giant amount of money. Is That's that that nobody's even thinking about. Uh, let's move on here and to last game on the main slate, which uh, is certainly a very exciting one. Ravens at Seahawks. This has my attention as a football fan. Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, two guys playing at the peak value. Uh, Tyler Lockett in this game is just a fantastic value. 6,500. Oh my God, no Disley in this game. So they're going to have to throw the ball a little bit more to guys like Lockett. I don't know how he's so cheap on FanDuel, but I want all of him. I will pair him with Russell Wilson. I will pay up for that in cash games. That's a really good investment. You get both of them for 1,700 combined uh, or 17,000, I should say combined. That's that's terrific. Like that's that's a great pairing of of elite guys that I will take every day. And on the flip side of this game, it's always the same thing. It's like, it's like Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram will fall in the end zone. And then of course you got Mark Andrews. Other than that, you can keep the rest except for Chris Carson, who I also think is a really good return on this game too. Cause the Ravens defense is not good. Yeah. I mean, Carson and Ingram, I feel like because of those guys, we've been winning people merch. Um, we seem to be calling them every other week just to fall in the end zone and, and it's happening. I'd, I'd love Carson. I continue just to play this guy every single week. He's topped a hundred yards in three straight games. 63 carries over that span. He's caught nine balls over those three games as well. And he's just getting a ton of opportunities. He's the red zone guy, even with all those fumbles, because we haven't seen Penny get on the field and take away any of the snaps. So Carson's a lock to, to get all that work. And Ingram as well, like you said. It's gonna be, it is going to be a fascinating game. And Lamar Jackson is just... He's just so safe. He really is. Even when he look at the game log and I see zero touchdowns last week, one the week before that, zero week three. But he's still leading all quarterbacks in fantasy points per game on DraftKings because he comes with that solid floor of 76 rushing yards per game. It's it's just like starting with two touchdowns. So I, I definitely like him. Russell Wilson, I can never seem to get right. You know, when I play him, he has a dud game and uh, I just, I just well, let me know if you're like, you're, like you're not playing him because if you're not, I'm playing not, him, I think I'm just going to play Carson. Right, I am interested in DK Metcalf. I am interested. Everybody get involved in Russell Wilson because <laughs> Chris Meany's not playing him this week. Everybody it's get all, I'm I'm putting him in right now. I can't <laughs> get behind Lockett either. I get it. I totally do. Um, it's just, there's always just those games. It seems to be, where is he? And Baltimore has done a great job of taking away the opponent's top player. Like Boyd, they did last week. A couple weeks ago, it was Odell Beckham Jr. I wonder if Metcalf will get some more red zone looks with Will Disley out. I don't know. It is interesting to go maybe Russell and Lockett or Russell and DK if you don't want to, if you know, if you don't want to play Carson. But I like Chris Carson a lot. All right, fair enough. Okay, and uh, speaking of merchandise, it's that time again. It's time to call our touchdowns, and that's what we do here on the show. Another tie last week, so we're still getting in the end zone enough to win people merch, and it's great. Basically, if you get chosen, it's almost like a tie. I think we've tied three times already, yeah. I want to say. So, you know, basically, you get chosen. Forget about it. You're already winning free stuff. And if you want to get involved, make sure you're retweeting this segment right here and uh, liking it as well. So let's get after it. And I will give the floor to you first for running back today. Who is finding the end zone this weekend? Chris Meany. 
the chalkiest chalk of all chalk this week, but it's okay because we like chalk sometimes. It's all right. Let's go with Leonard Fournette. The Bengals have allowed a league-high 185 rushing yards per game and Ugh. over 500 in their last two games. So Fournette finds the end zone. Best Fournette lineup wins this week, boys and girls. All right, running back, I'm going to go with Chris Carson against Baltimore. I uh, just, I believe in what's going on here. Carson's getting good volume. It's getting solid. I think the return on investment on FanDuel is real nice. He's a couple hundred dollars cheaper than Fournette. So if you want to pivot off that, because Fournette is going to be so chalky, he's the perfect guy and he's going to get in the end zone and probably carry the ball 20 times for a hundred as well. So wide receiver, I'm going to stick with the theme. Give me all Seahawks this week. Give me Tyler Lockett. Lock it up. Falling in the end zone for a touchdown. So that's my wide receiver, Chris Meany. Who's your wide receiver that gets a touchdown this week? Let's let's go a little bit off the board. People seem to be down on him. Brennan Cooks is at $5,400 on DraftKings. You I know, like when it. you play the Falcons, it's usually it usually means a, a get-right game, a bounce-back game. Let's uh, let's see if Cooks can get in the end zone against uh, a team he's lit, he's lit up before in the past inside that dome. I love it. I think that's absolutely right. I absolutely love that call there. And uh, he's cheaper than the other guys. He's cheaper than Cup and Wood. So why not take a shot? Maybe you get lucky there. It's a tournament play, but still a very good one. He's he definitely underpriced and because people have forgotten about him. He was out with the right. injury, all that stuff. But look, there's going to be a lot of throwing the football in that game. That's for damn sure. So uh, in the meantime, make sure you are liking and giving us a five-star review wherever you listen to the pre-snap podcast. And please subscribe. Don't just, don't just rate and review us, but subscribe. So you know when all the shows drop and you're ready to get involved with all of your weekend of football for DFS and for wagering. We'll be back tomorrow on Friday for the wagering show, me and Mike Randall. In the meantime, you can follow us over on the Twitter machine at LineStar app, at LineStar NFL, at Chris Meany, and at Joe Pisa PS17. That'll do it for us. The pre-snap is over. So now it's time to break the huddle and set down. You've been listening to the pre-snap podcast. Brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Beanie.